Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection Podcast. This is your host, Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, life and empowerment coach, and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Really honored, excited, and happy to be here. Thank you so much for some of your time. Thank you for giving some time to yourself to connect better to who you are, to learn more about yourself, to connect better to your possibility in relationship with others, and connect to something greater within your own possibility, within this world, within this universe, within yourself. Thank you for taking that time. That's what this podcast is all about. It's like declaring. I actually was talking to myself this week in this voice saying, I'm going to declare more time for me to do this work for myself, right? If I'm teaching it, if I'm leading others through it, if I'm acting as a coach, as a mentor, I want to, I need to hold myself accountable to do the work in my own life. So thanks for being here and doing some of that work. We can learn tools. We can practice tools. We can be open our hearts and our minds to perspectives that can allow our relationship to ourselves and our relationships to others to grow and deepen and become healthier and more empowered. If you'd like to do that in a more thorough way, if you want to take some of these lessons of the podcasts and dive in, in a way that aligns to your specific journey, that holds space for where you're at, either in your life or your relationship. If you're an individual or a couple, reach out to me for your first free coaching session and take some moments to dedicate even more space to stand for the space you're going to dedicate to improve your relationships, to learn the tools to uplevel your life, to remove some of the roadblocks that are in the way of your own self-understanding, self-empowerment, and your own connection to your most loved ones, friends, family members, coworkers, and of course, our partners. And if you're in the Philadelphia area, if you're in the East Coast in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, I'm doing a whole day immersion on emotional intelligence and conscious communication. So this is another way to give yourself some of that time to take a whole day and connect with others and practice some tools that will allow you to understand what's going on inside a little bit more deeply, to deal with your own triggers and conflict, and to communicate with others in ways that can up-level your relationships, that can lead to better relationships, deeper connection, and move through conflict in much more successful ways. That and so much more. You'll be in community with others in person, and we'll hold each other accountable to grow and support each other at the same time. That's going to be in Philadelphia at Palo Santo, April 29th, East Coast. I'm also doing a yoga workshop and a night of yoga storytelling and kirtan. So if you want to connect to yourself, others, and greater, greater possibility in a variety of ways, come on down to South Philadelphia at the end of April. Otherwise, let's dive in to today's solo podcast episode. Today's solo podcast episode is about apologies. What do you think about apologies? What do you think about giving an apology, saying, I'm sorry? Are you the type of person who apologizes when you do something or an action or words that you said impact someone negatively? Or when you feel maybe guilt 
or shame because of something that you did or some words that you said? Or do you not tend to apologize? Is that not your style? Is that not how you operate? Not saying sorry. What do you think about it? What do you think when someone apologizes to you? How does that impact you? Additionally, do you notice that you apologize for yourself just a lot, generally speaking, even if you kind of aren't, quote unquote, in the wrong or have done anything wrong? Do you apologize for just being you? Also, do you over-apologize? Do you use apologies often? Just tune into that. What is an apology? What is saying I'm sorry? What is, how does that resonate for you? Now, the Oxford Dictionary defines an apology as a regretful acknowledgement or an offense or failure. Oh, pretty intense. Makes me feel like I don't want to apologize for much right now. <laughs> but, you know, kidding aside, I, for one, have issue. I take issue with how we use apologies in our relationships. And this was brought to light in my life by one of my early teachers, still a teacher of mine, who has kind of a bone to pick with apologies. And his bone to pick with apologies was that they often are employed as a quick fix or as a Band-Aid around a situation. One that doesn't really heal anything, but just kind of allows both people to make a superficial acknowledgement of what happened and move on. Right? It's like, a, all right, we're okay. Let's forget about that and let's reconnect. And there's something to be said for that, right? As an example, like there's a perceived wrong or a real wrong between two people and the person perpetrating the wrong feels a sense of responsibility, that guilt or shame or accountability and a way to deal with it, right? A way to repair, a way to maybe be accountable is to say, I'm sorry. And then like the whole, this is my argument, right? The whole idea is that an apology then almost like, you know, if you're, you're sinning and you say a prayer, right? In, in the Catholic tradition, which is what I was raised in, you know, you sin and there's like a certain prescription of prayers that the priest might give you. And all of a sudden those sins, they're okay. They're forgiven. So it's almost as though like when we say an apology, the expectation is, oh, I don't have to be accountable for that anymore. That's over with. I'm, I'm good. That wrong is somehow forgiven, forgotten, moved on, resolved from. The slate is wiped clean. Now, the issue here, my friends, is that this is often not the case. And this is true on a multitude of levels. First off, simply saying, I'm sorry, or I apologize to one we may have wronged, does not explicitly acknowledge the hurt or wrong that was inflicted. I'll say that again. Usually, oftentimes, we simply say, I'm sorry, or we apologize, but we don't explicitly acknowledge the hurt or wrong that was inflicted. It can feel like an easy way to repair. And like I said, there might be some value to this, but my reframe, there's going to be a reframe for you, is that if you decide to apologize to someone for an action you felt was hurtful or wrong, explicitly state what the action was and hold yourself accountable for it. Instead of just apologize, instead of just saying, I'm sorry, lay the groundwork for the apology to be meaningful, to be strong, to be accepted, potent, not just a quick lip service, a quick like, let's get this over with. Okay, so I'm gonna reframe this in a few steps, okay? To help you empower your usage, 
your utilization of the apology. If you're looking to dive deep into your possibility for 2023, if you are looking to remove some of the roadblocks that are coming up for you in your life right now, that you're starting to take notice of, if it's in your purpose, within your career, within your relationships, within your most intimate relationships, or your relationship to your own self, take the time today to reach out to me for your first free 30-minute coaching session, and we can dive in, or at least dip on in, into the possibility of what's next for you so that you can make 2023 and beyond a space of deeper healing, deeper empowerment, deeper self-discovery, deeper self-awareness. And if you're in relationship, much deeper potential and possibility, connecting, loving, building something strong with your most loved ones. The first step is to clearly state I kind of just said this, but I'll say it again, to clearly state and fully own the actions, words, et cetera, that cause the hurt or harm. For example, I fully own that I just snapped at you, or I take full responsibility for those harmful words that I just said that hurt you. I own that I haven't called you back in a long time, or I own that I haven't reached out to you and connected with you for a long time. And then after you own what the action words, et cetera, were, this is clutch. Don't defend them. Super, super important because oftentimes when we apologize, we qualify and negate our apology by then defending our action or explaining why we did it. I'm like a master at this personally. Ask my wife. And this is usually an unconscious way to not have to deal with or own up to the bad behavior, right? It, it throws out the apology. Oh, I'm so sorry that I treated you that way, but you know, I had to do this, this, and that. I'm so sorry I said those words to you, but I was going through a really hard time and you know, you were stressing me out and that's kind of how I felt at the time. How does that feel? When we rationalize or explain ourselves right after an apology, we are essentially reneging the apology. We cancel it out. This is not a fertile groundwork for your apology to be both received and be meaningful in someone's life or in the relation, life of the relationship. So instead, step three is to practice empathy. And this is one of the key practices that I teach if you take my workshop that I'm doing in Philadelphia, if you if you take my online workshops, if you are have been coached by me or going to be coached by me, this is one of the key practices I teach in conscious communication, and that is empathy. Practice next to put yourself completely into the shoes, into the situation of the other person. Imagine deeply, feel deeply how your actions or words have impacted them and lead with that. For example, honey... I apologize for saying those hurtful words. I fully own that I said them. I fully own that I said them. And you could even say what those words were. I fully own that I said dot, dot, dot. And if I put myself in your shoes, if I really imagine how you'd feel hearing those words, I could imagine that they would have left you feeling criticized, abandoned, and unloved. So powerful. So to repeat, after an apology, lay the groundwork Put down the fertile soil for the receptivity repair and actual positive change that the apology can give. And that is one, own your action fully. And I'll say specifically, what specifically did you say or do? 
Two, don't defend your action or qualify it. Three, put yourself in the other person's shoes and empathize with how your action impacted them. What could be next? Well, if you really want to uplevel your apology to something meaningful, you next become willing to talk more about it, to engage the other person, to actually repair through more conscious communication and active listening, to really know, to really figure out how that impacted them, to really be there for that and hear that and face it and own it. This next step is something I teach my clients, and it's a way to allow rupture or conflict and then the apology thereafter, the repair, to become something really positive within the relationship and positive within your own ability to grow individually and collectively. So without having the time to move through that entire process, I would just recommend to broach the subject and say something like, I care how my action has impacted you. I really care about this and I want to know more. Would you like to talk more about it so that I can hear your perspective how it impacted you. And we can explore that impact that this has had on us and the relationship. That's a lot. That's edgy. That's vulnerable. That is warriorship. And then you could add so that we can go deeper and I can understand your perspective more fully for the best of you and us. So cool. So check that out. As I said, this takes warriorship and it takes the ability to humble ourselves to be vulnerable, to be strong, and to hold accountable ourselves to our actions. Of course, this idea is not to fault ourselves or become too entrenched in self-blame or self-criticism, like we are like wrong or the wrongdoers, but it is to ask ourselves to be accepting and compassionate along with being accountable. And this leads me to the shadow side of apologies, because there's another side to apologies that some of us overuse them in such a way that essentially does not measure up. It's not commensurate with the action, meaning we too often defer to an apology for any of our behavior, right? Even if it's, you know, we didn't really do much wrong. We were just being ourselves. So tune into this. Does that happen in you? Do you sometimes just apologize when you haven't when you look at it, you really haven't done much to impact someone negatively? Or maybe you're assuming and this could be behind this overuse of apology, that you're always doing something wrong. Think about that. Do you apologize a lot, assuming you've always and are always in the wrong? Tune in, close your eyes, breathe into that statement. So this is often a way that many of us demean our true self and our authenticity because we feel it couldn't be right or accepted, that we're not right, that we're not able to be accepted. Do you notice this in your own self, listeners? Is this the way that you maybe abuse the idea of an apology in a different way? Instead of using the apology to minimize your impact on others, you may be using an apology to minimize your own self. So I'm also going to help you. I'm going to invite you to reframe your use of the apology. And the reframe is one of mindfulness. Start to take notice of when you feel compelled to apologize for yourself. When you notice this, Stop yourself from verbalizing it externally and breathe into it, just like we did a moment ago, internally. Notice what emotions are coming up for you. What are the stories about yourself and about others and about the world that are coming up from this propensity to need or want to apologize? What are the thoughts behind this apology? Watch those thoughts and gain more information about your tendency. Ask yourself the question, is this apology necessary? 
Is it more about me and a story about myself than the possible negative impact I'm actually having on others? If I zoom out, is there anything really negative happening right now? How often have I felt this need to apologize? When I tune into it, how often does this come up for me? Is it every day? Is it in you know, five, 10 times a day? And is this familiar? How long have I been feeling this propensity to over-apologize? So those are some frameworks for you, no matter what side of the spectrum you are, or if you're somewhere in the middle with your usage of apologies and your relationship to the apology. And I hope the episode was helpful in taking a new look at how you employ some of these ways that we kind of connect, repair, um, and sometimes disconnect from others. So hopefully the reframes can allow you to become more connective and more empowered in yourself and in your most important relationships. Stay tuned for a future episode coming out soon where we will bridge our talk on apologies into the subject of forgiveness. Till then, please share this episode with someone who could benefit from it. And if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a five-star review and a few words of encouragement. We would be so grateful if you did. It would help us reach more listeners. Furthermore, and most importantly, take one lesson, one, one, even just one lesson. If I'm your coach, this is your accountability, right? Take one lesson from today deeper into your life, which whatever you heard, even if it's something simple and allow it to take root, allow it to grow, come back to it and see how it allows you to deepen your connection to yourself, your truth, your authenticity, your strength, your power, and how it allows you to go deeper into your connection to others within relationship and how it allows you to create more connection and deeper connection to something greater. Thanks so much for listening. Speaking of connection, looking forward to connecting with you in just one week's time. Much love. Peace.